You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimao of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers. Whatever, whatever's clever, bro. I'm on the big board today. Is that right? Yeah, I'm on this. Uh, I'm back in. I'm um, in New York here. Oh, the the city of lights. The city of angels. No, not the city of angels. Whatever the opposite of the city of angels is. Uh, are you enjoying yourself? Why'd you come to that terrible place? Uh, my father turned seventy to come visit him. God, just try uh, FaceTime. That's what they made it for. Nah. You only you love New York. You, what's going on? You got a you got like a little side thing going on over there. Uh, it's a defined side thing. Uh, like a, a woman that you do not claim, but she is your lover. Hmm, you're close. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, listen. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't reveal that side of my life on the podcast, but. Uh, you, you know me. You know me. I'm. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm, constantly hitting it, Eric. I'm uh I'm I'm uh I'm I'm a secret gay is what they what they call us in the streets. By the way, what kind of scumbag am I? I'm actually I received my minimally compliant mask. <laughs> you did that? You got the cheesecloth? I got the cheesecloth mask so I can get on the plane <laughs> and just cough onto human beings and then Let me tell give you. Them, give them my advanced COVID. I've got uh stage 4 COVID. Let me tell you something. I I'm, I think I showed you that website. For anybody that doesn't know it, uh, <laughs> should we should we give them free advertising? Uh, I mean, they hit me with an email today that was that they thought I hadn't received my message, and they said, due to our mention on Joe Rogan, we are backed up for weeks. Wow. <laughs> okay, so they they already they're already killing it. I think that's how I found out about it too. Yeah, they're doing um, fine without us. There's but basically, the- everybody, it's just a cheesecloth mask. If you think that's irresponsible, I've already had COVID. Fuck the fuck off. I'm not playing games with anybody. I had the COVID. Fuck off. Oh, shit. Listen to you. Um, yeah, no, I think it's funny as hell. And let me tell you something. I, when I first saw that website, I was like, come on. But then yesterday, being on a plane, I was like, fuck, I wish I had one. I might order one before I bounce. Although I'm leaving in like three days so no you're not gonna get that shit but for for planes i can see this thing being a real game changer because being on a plane for you know six hours or more and uh having just a miserable when i listen when i had my bad cough had i still have it and you put a cloth mask on you are being waterboarded you feel like you're gonna die i like ripped a mask off my face as though it was like a face hugger from aliens i was fucking freaking out what, what are you going through that you're taking a plane? Hey, listen, I didn't have the time. I got to get back to the West Coast to pick up this fucking tour. Doesn't I thought the tour started in like Duluth. Starts in Minneapolis, but I've got to practice. Home of the home of the home of the rock. We're playing new songs, so I gotta I gotta get some practice in. Oh, okay, that kind of makes sense. All right. Um, damn. Your life sucks, dude. 
Yeah, uh, listen, for anybody that thinks that touring, I don't imagine that anybody listening to us thinks that touring is some glorious lifestyle. I think that, that shit is for people that read like Mojo and Rolling Stone and don't have a fucking clue. But the, the Sunset Boulevard types. Yeah, exactly. But touring is just being a bus driver, but getting blown far less. That's all it is. Damn, you think less? Less, uh, less than a truck driver, less than a bus driver. You are just a, you're a person who drives, but no blow. Fuck, man. Yep. That sucks dick. Yep. I, I mean, it doesn't suck dick. No, no, zero dick sucks, really. Zero dick sucks. That sucks. So there's no glory. There's no, you know, it's a thing that you do because you're either a, a person with a vocation, you feel strongly about music, and, and, or, right? That's an and, or there. You're just a fucking loser. loser. Those are the only reasons you fucking tour. That's it. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta commit fully to that crypto grind set. Listen, I'm only up like $100 today. I, friends that I told when to get in, are now up like 12 grand and I'm up fucking a hundred dollars. Cause I just got in at the wrong time, realized that realized that within two months and suddenly became a crypto advisor that made other people money. But now uh, I'm a broke bitch. Yeah. Well, that's the, you know what, man, I think I'm starting to buy more into the astrology stuff where you're just like born with a certain kind of, uh, uh, you, you're just born with with prerequisition, right? Like like you were bo- we, we were both born to be broke bitches. Oh no! Don't say that to me. I think it's true, though. I think I think it's our. I think the stars have uh, have cursed us. No, let's not be crazy. <laughs> no, you're not buying it. I was not. I was not born under a bad sign. I, I am. Uh, I, I, I there's the the thi- the quality that I have that is I would argue positive, but some would argue negative. I truly, in my heart, believe that, oh, yeah, things could just get better tomorrow. Well, now, they could, yeah, but probably not. But here's the thing. Probably not. Being realistic, probably not. But it is, to me, far better than thinking that life only gets worse. You know? You, you, you gotta... We've talked about this. Life is as bad as you make it, plus a 10% differential on either side. You know what I mean? And that's it. So I'm always in a good mindset. So usually that 10% difference is it's either all gravy or it's not wounding me that much. Yeah. I mean, that's, and that's fine. That's, that's good. Yeah. That's that, that I, I, I share your optimism. However, I don't count on it. Mm. You can't count on it. You can't count on all of a sudden tomorrow you're going to win the lottery. You could. Well, I'm not buying things on credit if that's what you mean. Oh, I am. <laughs> no, I'm, tr- I'm the, actually – I'm trying to get <clears> – <throat> the only thing I'm interested in buying on credit is a house where I then become a very crooked landlord. No apologies. No, no apologies for that. Come on. That's be, the, the, dude, I'm I'm done with that shit, man. I'm done you, with that you, like listen. pretending – pretend virtue. When I – oh. The pretend virtue out here is, I think it's drying up, but it's hard to say. Oh, I think it's way drying up. I mean, yeah. people still pretend to have it, but like, I don't think a single, I don't think anyone buys it anymore. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, oh, fuck. Let's talk. We didn't talk about like the most crucial thing. By the way, the, everybody, this is a you get what you get episode because uh, Eric had to start a little bit later and I have to go to an honorary dinner. 
for I'm being uh, uh, awarded a uh, like I'm I'm uh, the guest of honor. So a lifetime achievement award. I'm getting a lifetime achievement award uh, for lit, litest litest lad. Uh, they've said that I've maintained my lit lad status for longer than anybody in the history of my high school. That's so up. I've got to go collect that, uh, award, but, uh, we didn't talk about the most pressing issue in North America. And that is Bobcat Goldthwait. What? What is, what's Bobcat going through? Bobcat gave a little statement saying that he's not on Chappelle's side. He's on the side of marginalized people because that's where he's always been. And he's against the millionaires and the corporations, which, by the way, the millionaire and the corporation are independent uh, entities in this equation uh, that are partnered on a thing. But it's a tenuous partnership that could go either way. And they both know that. So uh, Bobcat uh, lumping Dave Chappelle in with Viacom makes you look like a fucking moron. But... He said, you know, I guess that's just me, you know, just little me. It's just me, little Bobcat. I'm just, a, I'm the Bobcat's out here for the marginalized. And people are like, look at him. He's awesome. I've always loved him. Eric, how fraudulent are those people that would have called him a washed up hack had he gone the other way on this particular matter? <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> this is like... They don't do any of these people. He's like not a. I don't think Bobcat for as big as he is. I don't think quite meets the threshold of household name. Is no, that fair to say? hell fucking no. And nobody under thirty has ever thought about him in their life. Never in their life. I mean, he barely. I'm. I'm thirty. I'm just above. Th- I'm thirty one, and he even sort of escapes me. Yeah. So like, like I'm aware of him. A little bit. I like, I don't really remember him. I remember, like, so like, I remember he sort of had a resurgence. He like directs movies, I think. That's um, correct. And like, I sort of like, I don't know, maybe like five years ago, rediscovered him and then saw his old stuff and was like, oh, I, I kind of remember this guy. He does like a weird, he has a weird sort of like yelling stand up gimmick. And I was like, okay, I kind of remember Bobcat. But like, anyone younger than me, I can't imagine like has any sort of like i don't think they could possibly have any recollection he was like a he was like a big in the early 90s right no working knowledge of him yeah he was in police academy four which is uh, the best one uh he's he was like if you know what i associate him with are you new york enough you'll you're too young but are you new york enough to be familiar with comic relief oh yeah 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 yeah. i remember that would be on tv at like fucking uh like like two in the morning. Okay, for people that don't know, Comic Relief was if you took the people that HBO told you was funny, but you kind of were like, I don't know, man. Uh, and you put them all on a stage together and said, this is for the homeless. And then they did little, you know, little jokes, little sets and shit, right? And it was a charity thing for New York City's homeless. And it would be Billy Crystal and Whoopi and Ugh. all these people. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, they're, maybe they're funny, I guess. And you know, that sort of thing. So, um, that he was of that generation of comedians, the New York cocaine comedians. Uh, who, who, who's the uh, fellow that died? Mork and Mindy. 
Oh, Robin Williams? Yeah, the fellow that we tried to make a saint after he died, and then everybody was like, kind of like, he was an unpleasant man. <laughs> like that sort of thing. So uh, th- he's sort of that crew, right? And maybe on the young side, but right there. He's kind of like he's kind of like a Mark Marin, but not really bitter about it. Yeah, that's true. He's handled he's handled like the ups and downs of success better than most. Um, and I don't really have an issue with Bobcat. I have an issue with the people. I mean, his stance is stupid, but whatever. He's old, and old people's brains don't work right. Well, he's trying so, to. I think he's just trying to make a wave, right? The way I see things now, when we talk, whenever we talk about whatever culture war bullshit and whatever, like you know, whatever stance someone makes is like, they're just hedging their bets. They're just like, where am I gonna, um, be more like, where's more, where's the money? Where's the career opportunities? Like, can I, can I get in with Chappelle? Mm, He's a little too high up there. All right. So maybe I'll say I hate him and I can get in with all the people that hate him. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. These are career moves. That's uh, these aren't real stance or real opinions or real positions. No, because you could you could just keep the shit to yourself. Yes, exactly. You could ju- you could just you could you could just be like, I don't know. I don't find it very funny, or you know, I I, I think it's kind of fucked up. You know, like it, 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 there's no reason to come out there unless there's an ulterior unless there's another angle. And sometimes it's like. Sometimes it's purely just like attention. Like maybe, maybe Bobcat's like, damn, no one's got my name in their mouth. Maybe I should say something about what everybody cares about. And then, you know, I'll, you know, people will, you know, maybe it's pure vanity. Right. But, but often like to me, I I think, especially if you're older, I don't think that's enough. Like everyone loves vanity. Everyone loves when they're being talked about. But I think if, 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 if you're older, you're probably trying to make a buck too. Uh, if, yes, unless you're a pure fucking deranged moron. Let, let's be honest about it. Not one single person who said, yeah, Bobcat Goldway, yeah. Not one single person put a dollar in Bobcat's tip jar that day. No. Nobody. So uh, congratulations on the clout, Bobcat. I hope you die in a fucking dumpster. Whoa. No, nah, I'm sick of this shit. I, the, the, the idea that you'd come out, it, 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 look, when you equate shitting on Chappelle with standing up for marginalized groups, you are being a dishonest actor, not an adult. You're not being an adult. You can say, Hey, I think that like we can have a conversation about, Hey, I think the language that we use uh, does have a knockdown effect on, uh, on uh, certain populations, blah, blah. I would call it, I would be able to cite evidence that that's not the case, but uh, you could say it. And it's a thing that many people believe. But if you think that your brave stance that Chappelle is like not funny or whatever, if you think that that is like sticking up for anybody, you are a clout bitch. That's just, you're not like a real person anymore. I don't take you seriously. You've conflated two things in your mind and I have to imagine you're doing it for a reason. And and you're just, you're a no stakes holder, right? I mean, maybe... Bobcat has stake in this in, in the sense of like, you know, he's, he's a stand up, you know? So, so maybe making enemies with the wrong people, you know, I, I, I don't know. I'm trying to give him a lot of rope here to, to make whatever he was saying, you know, some sort of bold position, but I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, and maybe it's just ill-advised, right? I mean, if his, if his ulterior motive is like, Hey, I want to make some some money, or I need to, you know, garner some attention because I got a, a movie that's in edit right now or something. <clears throat> like, 
I don't, I don't know how much, I don't know how much there is to plumb, uh, on the, uh, on the woker side of things. I don't think, you know, go woke, go broke, you know? So maybe I'm, maybe I'm reading it completely wrong. Maybe it's not about money or making some kind of wave, you know, it, it, it reads that way. Reads that way. And it's unavoidable and, that it reads that way. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, it's just career opportunity. I mean, this is kind of the cynical way in which I see a lot of the world now, but it's like, you know, listen, maybe, maybe he has some strong conviction that he feels the need to, to put out there. Maybe I, I doubt it, but I would say it's an ill-advised career move probably. Um, <laughs> I mean, he, if, if, if I would say for him, it doesn't, it really doesn't matter. This is just, maybe somebody asked him and this is his sincere belief, or maybe, uh, he just saw a window to get a little bit of clout, uh, have people talk about him as though he's a good, look, I'm dead sick of good personitis. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Sick to death of good personitis. It's I'm watching a thing. I won't get too specific, but I'm watching a thing in my field where everybody's breaking their back to look like a good person. Well, nobody's doing anything to materially change the conditions that people live under. And I've talked to you about this a million times with the unhoused neighbors, all that shit. It's just nobody doing a goddamn thing except for fucking posting. Get out of here with your posts. There's not even solidarity there anymore. There's nothing there. Nothing there. You can put your hand through it. You can put your little finger through it. It's, it's not, it's, it's nothing. But here's my point. Jim Brewer says, I'm not playing places that require a vaccine mandate because I'm kind of a nut job and I'm against everything. And people say, Jim Brewer, you irrelevant old fuck. You, nobody cares about you at all. Who? Who? Never heard of him. And then uh, Bobcat saw the writing on that wall and goes, um, marginalized people people read that word read that term recently you that's good right to say and people are like yeah yeah bobcat relevant as hell never been more important yeah i've loved bobcat all of his work is so important to me like people are full of shit no doubt and if you want this is i have something to say about this and this is the part where you know this will be clipped out and you know it'll be it'll be re-broadcast as uh Eric Wilson destroys woke culture or something like that. But it's like, yo, Jim Brewer, the bands that are making are take are, are, are not playing the, the vaccine mandated spots. You, at least on some level, they're living some sort of conviction. They're, they're opting to lose money. That's correct. Right. Whereas the Bobcat thing, all it takes to be on that side of things is merely to virtue signal. That's the only, there's no stakes in anything. Uh, no stakes. You are uh, playing with house money because you're not getting, Chappelle's not calling you to open for him. So you're just getting a little goodwill when you're Bobcat. Uh, whereas Brewer is take is actually, there's stakes for him. He's going to lose money. So yeah, I agree with you. There is no sort of um, 
uh, you know, like whose money are you playing with? It would be my question. And if it's not your own, then shut the fuck up. Right, right. That's the point too. And I don't want that to be, <clears throat> you know, misconstrued as like, I don't care what Jim Brewer does. I don't care what Bobcat does. I don't, I don't, neither. Yeah, like I, but I'm just calling it like I sees it, right? I'm calling it like it is. This guy's losing money because he doesn't want to do this thing. Whereas, you know, the position that, that, that Bob, yeah, the position that Bobcat took cost him nothing. No, it's just, it's just, it's just, it gets him retweeted for the first time in 10 years. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's, you know, it just, it requires no sense of bravery. Like there's no one, you know what I mean? Like there's, there was no, there's no stakes for him. So it's like, I don't, it's just, it's just meaningless. It doesn't mean anything to me. And it shouldn't, and it shouldn't, if, if you're one of the people that, that, you know, his words, I, it shouldn't mean anything to you. What does it do for you? What, is, what did Bobcat do for you today? I have no Said idea. that he's your friend? I, <clears throat> Listen, Bobcat got you nothing and you got Bobcat nothing. And this transaction uh, it seemed like a good use of both your time because you're both confused about uh, you're both confused about this this internet landscape of what it is what it is that you gain from any of this. The answer is zero, nothing, fucking nothing, fucking nothing, nothing. So this is stupid. So what what else do you want to talk about? What else do we got? I don't know. I all all I've been thinking about for two weeks is Bobcat Goldthwait. See you. This is you get you fixate on weird shit. When I close my eyes, I see a stupid face. <laughs> you, you see, you're as much as a part of this uh, this fucking bullshit culture war as anything else. I guess we are. I don't know by virtue of doing this podcast. That's like I'm I'm so beyond beat with everything. It's it, and it's it's like I don't know. Do we even we? Here's the thing. We could talk about these elections that happened. But by doing that, we'd admit that we give more of a shit than anyone who participated in them. <clears throat> okay. Let's talk about it real quick. Yo, it's real simple. It's so simple. Your fucking shitty do-nothing politicians don't take the fucking anything seriously. So people yep. said fuck off. Yep. And you did this weird thing where you thought that because you take a moral stance – that you take a moral stance and you think that because you're so righteous, everybody else should walk behind you and everybody else should see that they're moral monsters and you are, uh, is, is some type of para pa paradigm to follow. And, uh, it, it is, it, it's so like this space of, I like I, I almost like the way that you're burnt this this burns me out quicker than anything where I uh, it, like the I saw all the arguments I saw the conservative argument that hey uh, this was about uh, school choice and I saw the uh, uh, mainstream liberal argument which was racism Trump right literally that was it they just repeated the word racism Trump exactly over and over and over again and look everybody i i think the republican party is revolting 
<laughs> like, I think it's a disgusting collection of fucking losers. That said, maybe it was about school choice. Maybe it, you don't got to agree that that's a good reason. But a, a, you know what this would be like? This would be like your girlfriend leaving you. And you, you're sitting around going, bitch. And not taking any any self-assessment that uh, I didn't have a job for 18 months. Um, I fucked her girlfriends. Um, I uh, never remembered her birthday even. Uh, and I talked to her like she was stupid. Yeah, wh- those things matter. You know, like you can't be sitting around going, bitch. Like, right. you know, it's taken under advisement that maybe there's things you could have done different. And the Democrats refuse to do that. And this is why, despite the fact that I think Republicans are scum, I'm happy every time a Democrat loses because you're so stupid that you deserve the penalty thereof. Well, that's, I mean, listen, I have a few things about all this. And it's like, number one, you don't have to think. Uh, uh, critical race theory is real. I see this parrot a lot. It's not a real thing. Okay, it, 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 we're back to the cancel culture isn't a real thing. thing. Right. Well, it, first of all, it's it's provably real. First of all, second, uh, uh, but, 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 mean, but let's, let's, let's ignore up, that. What is up? What is up with fucking establishment Dems that they just like think they can gaslight you into like, oh no, it doesn't exist. The thing that in my hand doesn't exist. What are you a moron? But but here's the thing. My point is, even if it wasn't real, <laughs> and this was a fucking fever dream that people were collectively having. Yo, you're not going to win just telling people. Like, if you ever had a girlfriend where you're like, babe, you're acting crazy right now. Yo, I don't want to hear that. No one wants to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So why do you think, like, people come to you, the people that you purport to represent say, hey, these are our concerns. And your response is, that's not real. That, yo, you, you, what, could, what could you possibly expect? Second of all, I don't know how, like, for a long time, especially in the last five, six years now, the rhetoric has been, yeah, you know, Democrats suck, but, you know, lesser of two evils. You know, if you're not at the point that you don't see Democrats as, like, equally as revolting as the Republicans, That's I don't know what, what I'm saying. Fuck, I don't know what to tell you. Like, they, like, I, I can't, I, I don't, unless things change rapidly, I'm, I don't think I'll ever vote for a Democrat again. I'm probably just going to be solid third party, dude. I'll be that guy that everybody hates. I'll be Jill Stein. I don't fucking give a fuck. I am Jill Stein. Like, I'm not these like it's pathetic how bad they are. And third of all, my final point. I I'm the type of paranoid person where I think like they got to be throwing it like there's something larger at work here. They like you have to be so stupid (laughs) like you have to like, you know, Forget all the people that are like deep into politics and political punditry. If you had even a a passing understanding of what goes on in politics, you would come to a better conclusion or better solutions or arrive at a better place than the way the Democrats handle themselves. Like they have to be. If you just had that hamster that picks cryptos, you would be better off (laughs) than letting Democrats make decisions. They have to be throwing it, dude. I can't. Like, it's so insane how ineffectual they are. It's like, I, you know, and listen, with the, with the, the bills or with the infrastructure bullshit that's going on, like, I understand that it is, they're between a rock and a hard place where scumbag Republicans are never going to work with them on anything, ever. And, you know, also trying, with that in mind, trying to thread the needle 
of having to move entirely as a as as a unit and that meaning they have to thread the needle between bernie sanders and a joe manchin that's a difficult proposition that's a difficult thing to do but man you know what that's on you it's not on me you suck yeah you suck i didn't make you suck i assure you that yeah I mean, and, and like, you know, then it gets boiled down to the thing where like Joe Manchin, he just, what a piece of shit. Yo, he, do you, I don't think people, I think people need like a refresher on how democracy works. Like he represents his constituency. He, if he, and if he wants to continue to be elected to do that job, yo, that's the will of the people that he represents. That's correct. Do we not understand that? You can hate them. That's fine. But you can hate them. Sure. I hate them. They're fucking dumb rednecks. Hating this, hating a dude that firstly, if you just are hating a dude who's representing his constituents, you don't understand democracy. He's doing the right thing. The person that is doing the wrong thing is the person who is not considering their constituents. That's the wrong person. You can sit around hating the constituents. You can say, I, I resent the fact that they make any decisions in in these United States that I share with them. I think they're morons, blah, 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 blah. But their representative who is for a change doing his job is not your enemy. (laughs) He's just, he's truly just a functionary. Look, everybody, policymakers, if they are doing their actual job, they are purely a functionary of their constituents. That is it. So like when they, when they go off script and they think they know what's best for their district without considering what their district actually is, is demanding, that's when they're a villain. That's when they are taking a power that is not theirs to take. That's it. Yeah. And it's, it's the same when, when Bernie d- jumps off and he says like, Hey, you took out all the fucking, you know, I don't know. What does he want? The, the drug pricing and the, and the, uh, you know, free pussy, whatever's in this bill that he wanted when he, that's him representing his constituency. It's the same thing. Do we not get that? What's well, good when Bernie does it, but bad when Manchin does it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look, I saw every goddamn excuse in the world. If you watch the MSNBC clips, oh, uh, oh my god, it's it's yeah, just the, the highlight reel of failure is fucking crazy. Like everybody, the, the, the C in MSNBC stands for cringe now. A hundred percent, yes. It, it, there's full no cringe awareness No self awareness. Zero. And they jump to these wild fucking like when you got nothing else in your bag to explain why a state went to a guy that you don't like. And your answer is, uh, there was a lot of race stuff happening. And you're like, okay, but they also elected a black woman, the same people. Yeah. So is the black woman a Trojan horse? Is she an accident? It was it a scam? Cause the same people pulled the lever for both human beings. So explain the race aspect to me. Well, but but that's their their whole thing on the, you know is, you know, ideological white supremacy. You know, not being limited to specifically white people. But but my point would be, you know, if that's your outlook on the world, all right, it's not how most people see it. You know, like you're you're I'm fine with whatever, like any like I'm fine with a fucking black Israelite. I'm fine with it with a nation of Islam guy. I'm also fine with the with with the wokey dokes. Like that's fine. That's how you see the world. That's fine. But like you can't be like aghast when the rest of the world doesn't sign on with you with your with your with your shit. So like that's where I'm kind of like you're surprised. You're like oh you're like astounded that people voted against the guy who wasn't doing shit for them and told them to fuck off when they came to them with their concerns. 
like you're surprised. That's that's surprising to me. But it's also like, you know, <laughs> I forget the I forget the Virginia guy's name, the Republican guy that won. But didn't he also carry counties that are majority black? Yes, he did. So you have to answer. Listen, we talked about this in 2020. It was the first thing when we did our episode the day after the election. It was like, hmm, looks like we have to talk about why Republicans do well with certain minorities. Like we this seems like a thing you have to address and no one wants to address it. And it's just going to keep happening. And it's just like it goes against your worldview, which is why you can't address it. It goes against your entire like. I don't know, critical race ethos, I guess, in some way, you know, or like, you know, is there worldview that there really is just like thousands and thousands and thousands of Uncle Toms? Like, is that is that it? Or maybe it's just people that want to do well for themselves in the current system. Listen, I'll try to find it. Give me one sec. <clears throat> OK. Would you do me a favor? Are you on your computer? I'd like to yep. know if this is a real person or not. It was screen capped and shared by people that I know who have kind of like a contrarian or maybe even arguably right leaning, but, and the person's name seems very bot ish. Right. So I want you to just tell me what your gut says about this. Okay. Okay. It's a Twitter account scrapbooker in GA. Can you send me a link? Uh, well, you can't write scrapbooker. Twitter. Scrapbooker. Scrapbooker in Jihad? Is that what you said? No, no, no. Scrapbooker in GA, as in Georgia. Oh, scrapbooker in GA. Is this a real account? Oh. <laughs> I don't want to get got. Uh, I mean, it would be... Oh. Uh, <laughs> What's this? Okay, tell me what this person's on about. Um, <clears throat> oh, my husband is a cop. Okay, or sick. So she got <laughs> she got lit up for saying, uh, in response to the to NPR posting. Oh, look at look at uh look at the people because the people are harassing her. Um. This would have happened on the 21st. So let's scroll down. Let's see if she actually said that. Um, yo, while you're looking for that, just real quick, isn't it the amount of like pearl clutching at the, at the, at the let's go Brandon thing? Oh my God. It's embarrassing. Like, you, <laughs> the, the lack of self-awareness astounds me, man. It's like, do, do you not remember the last four years where we, we told Trump to like fuck off every day? I have, I, I have like a, we have like, I think the two of us have a fuck Donald Trump t-shirt, don't we? Okay. L- listen, I've no, I've got a Hillary Clinton one, but, uh, th- this, this woman, now see that everybody that's, that's the character that he's doing. I know for a fact that, that Pat has a fuck Donald Trump shirt. This is a woman who, oh yeah, I do actually. That's true. Yes, I do. Um, th- so this woman, she's retweeting stuff like Brooklyn dad. Yeah, yeah, I see. I see a lot of Brooklyn Dad on here. I can't tell if this is a real person or not. She keeps posting photos of herself in candid, saying, "Hey, I'm a real person." I don't, I don't know. But here is her. This can't be real. Let me read this to you, and you tell me if you think this is remotely real or if we're getting got. 
We're getting deep faked. I think we are because scrapbooker and GA is pretty fucking, that's like tennis girl 69. So in response to NPR announcing that uh, Virginia went to uh, what's his face. This is completely, Oh, that uh, he won black districts. This is completely unacceptable. Okay. So that's my first indication that this is not real by saying something is capital letters, completely unacceptable. It feels not real. If the blacks are going to vote for the racist, then maybe we shouldn't let them vote anymore. (laughs) Sometimes you have to do what's good for them, even if they don't understand why. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's got to be. We're getting got right. Like, oh, I hope that's real. Oh, I I hope that's a real person. (laughs) (laughs) What a racist. uh, Is it? I mean, is this a bot? Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend, and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show, wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. I don't know. That's tough to say. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> Wasn't, I mean, just, yeah, there's a lot of retweeting of uh, Brooklyn Dad here. Is is uh, that, uh, wasn't, was he not, am I crazy? Did I dream that there was an article that exposed him as a paid DI, uh, D, uh, uh, DNC op? No, that's, that's a fact. He is. That was real, right? Real. <laughs> so we're just, man, what a dumb fucking world. <laughs> Wait, I need you to read that tweet again. Okay, so I'm looking at her. She's got to be fake. She's like tweeting about... uh, But, oh my God, but then there's people out here that are like... Okay, these have got to be fucking bots. Somebody out here says, as a black woman that's been around mostly black people for many decades, I totally agree with Scrapbooker. (laughs) Scrapbooker. That's got to be a fucking bot. Yeah, I don't know now. That's too, that's like a bridge too far. Like, first, like being so, you know, on the, on the like neo lib woke, pseudo woke train that you like come around to just being a full racist, like a full, like disgusting racist. Uh, like that I buy, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know about that last one. No, I'm saying she's fake because she's posting stuff like ivermectin is horse pills. Like, I think she's doing a Brooklyn dad. Like maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe it's a hustle. Honestly. Yeah. It could just be someone like, maybe I can monetize this to the Brooklyn dad level. Scrapbooker in GA. I mean, they're, okay. So they're in the right state, right? Cause Democrats care that so hard that Georgia went for Biden, right? That's a big deal to them. She's this is a bit. This is like a weird person doing a like a double fakey reverse bit. I it's hard to believe that it's not. What did she uh Yeah, because listen to this. 
I, she, people are like, yo, you understand that this is crazy, right? And she goes, I want blacks to vote. I just want to make sure that the vote that they vote for the right people can't give them power until they handle it responsibly. Oh my <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is either like a straight up lunatic or more likely, more likely. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So she, this is a bit that 100% I will. I'm needing the receipts on this being a real person. I don't care how many photos of herself she posts. There's no way that a person could be this misguided. I mean, I want to believe that, 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 that there's no way, but I don't know. So she's got a photo of, uh, the Lieutenant governor of Virginia, black woman, you know, she posted that picture of her holding the AR 15 or something, right. That everyone was like, maybe everyone was so angry about. Um, uh, listen, the way that she triples down uh, when somebody says you're being a racist by saying black people shouldn't vote, don't throw rocks and then hide your hand. She says, you, sir, are the problem. Listen, I support you. I'm an ally. This is fake. And nobody says if you say I'm an ally, you're a rapist. But, it, <laughs> but but the white supremacists have tricked you and are using you to fuel racism. Once you understand that, then you can start voting again. <laughs> Yo, this person's doing a good bit, man. <laughs> this is this is only temporary while we fix your brainwashing. <laughs> oh my lord. Okay. It's a bit, but it's kind of a it's a it's a good bit. This is a good bit. You think this is a yeah, well, I think the art of like trolling, right, is like not really being able to tell if the person is serious or not, right? Yes. I mean, yeah. I, maybe that's just a type of troll, right? I mean, uh, uh, but that that that's like a yeah. There there there's a certain art to that, and like this person, yeah, it kind of. I would be if this is not a troll, then this is like a seriously fucked up individual. But they they, they so they tweeted the photo of uh, the lieutenant governor holding the gun. She says there is no excuse for this. None. Only a terrorist or foot soldier for white supremacy would do this. <laughs> she was a picture of her holding a gun. Listen, they need to stop. She says they need to stop doing vaccines in age groups. It's time to start giving it to everybody, every baby from birth. If oh. the parents won't comply, arrest them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, no, I, all right. This person's funnier than we are, man. This is a good bit. I, yeah, I don't know if I can. I, I, I that that this seems kind of unbelievable to me, but. But I don't know, dude. I don't know. Sometimes it's I mean, maybe this is where we are showing our age, right? Because someone who's 22 would go, what are you fucking stupid? Like this is obvious, like obvious troll. Listen, New York Times says, if you're looking for an introduction to deviled eggs, this is the right place to start. She responds with, I love deviled eggs. (laughs) So strange. What is what in a not? How did you how did you stumble upon this? Uh, I follow a guy who's like life is being edgy. Like to his credit, he completely devotes himself to the bit. He's just an edgy guy. So like when Steve Albini became like the the weirdest, softest weirdo recently. I don't know if you saw that, but he's like, I think AOC is the most transformative politician of my lifetime. Like just this bizarre, like oh they replaced you with a fucking human bot. How weird. Um, the, uh, it, like he was the one that was just like, you're a fucking fag to Steve Albini. <laughs> like, I was like, holy shit, this guy's really off the fucking rails. You know what I wonder to, to, to bring it back a little bit to the, to Bobcat, but in conjunction with, with Steve Albini, like maybe these dudes just have corporate gigs lined up. Like maybe Bobcat's lined up to direct the fucking, uh, the moon Knight movie or something. Right. Yeah. Like maybe Steve Albini is trying to, you know, record the next, I don't know, 
Brooklyn, Brooklyn Dong. I don't know some some band. I don't know whatever. The, so check it out. We uh, I we talked about it briefly on Axe to Grind, Steve Albini on a Patreon, and like I said my piece. This motherfucker is a weird bitch, but like who's just like lost the plot and doesn't even know his purpose anymore and hasn't made good art in literally 25 years. But like their thing was, listen, you know, like maybe he's, maybe he believes these things and he's matured or whatever. And also maybe he's got to keep food on the table, but it's like, yo, you're an icon. If you've got to be scraping other people's ball sack, like if you've got to, if you've got to be like a smegma goblin to fucking get ahead in your fucking sixties, Life ain't worth it, man. Like, it's just not worth it. Like, if you're still out here sucking dongs in your 60s to get ahead or to even keep food on your table, I'm not, I don't want to be dark, but you should drive to Mexico and drink yourself to death. You know what I mean? Like, that's what you should do. You should get like a little place, uh, spend all of your money, get a place by the fucking water and just hammer wild turkey until your, your organs fail and you die there and nobody claims your body. Because there's no point to being that old and having a pair of balls in your mouth unless you're a homosexual and that's what thrills you. Well, this is the thing is it's, that's why I, you know, I sort of cynically assume that it's like, you know, ladder climbing in some way or like there's some corporate, uh, you know, money making scheme behind coming out with these convictions. But it's like for people like Bobcat and Steve Albini, like they are self-made dudes and like clearly dudes not afraid to do, you know, uh, pursue their passion outside of the system, right? Outside of like, you know, iconoclast in some way, like you could say minor, but certainly iconoclast, very minor iconoclast in in a way. But, but like, so that's the thing is it's like, you're, you're clearly, first of all, two dudes, clearly not afraid of hard work, two dudes who, have like have the ability and the means to do their own thing, have their own world and their own fandom, et cetera, et cetera. They could just say nothing, right? Like they don't, they could just like keep their heads low out outside of the, the larger thing. So like, I, you know, maybe it is a, a sincere conviction, right? Yeah. But uh, Eric, let me ask you a question. A 60-something-year-old man saying AOC is the most transformative politician of my lifetime. I don't believe that a single human being on earth believes that. I I don't think – nobody informed on her voting record feels that way, certainly. And even the rubes that care only about personality are kind of off of her. So, like, who's left – to say AOC is listen, I get it. We want a woman of color in there, and she's a lot of people think she beats the competition in whatever representation of like kind of like a young person mentality that that maybe you want that in there, even if it's like kind of cringe and embarrassing at times. All right, maybe there's some political reason for this, but nobody, not a living soul, thinks that she's a thing. Thinks that she's like most transformative politician of my life. What does that mean? Well, I guess it means that, you know, supposedly she's transforming the political landscape in the, in the sense that, you know, I mean, we cynically believe that she's, you know, a total fake populist. Right. But like, I guess she sort of carries the Bernie torch, which, you know, that sort of, uh, socialist sort of, uh, economic populist 
sense, working class sense, is she's not. Like, she's not, like Bernie with a lobotomy. Yeah. Well, you know, she's young. Whatever. I mean, but here's the thing. No, I listen. Old people find some something sort of uh, 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 remarkable about her, I guess. And and young people did for a minute. I think young people have kind of moved off the tip a little bit and realized, oh, this is just sort of business as usual. Um, you know, she'll have a long political career and we'll see how it goes, right? But um, it, I think that's like purely like a how do you do fellow kids type thing, right? But and why I, do that when you're Albini, when your fucking whole identity is about being the difficult, the contrary, the like, why? Because, why? Patrick, this is about people's lives. Oh my God. What a set. <laughs> like, seriously, it's like, I, I don't, I know you don't like me making decisions without you, but I mailed him a gun on our dollar. Oh, okay. That's a good idea. Um, listen, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't, I, I can't. Eric, it's hard for me to crawl inside the skulls of these old old bitches. There, was, I I just gave him a. I folded a note. I put it in with the gun. I wrapped the gun in Christmas gifts or Christmas wrap in the shape of a gun, and I just put it in the in the mailbox. So hopefully it arrives. But the the note just says expeditiously. That's it. That's all it says. <laughs> Just, I want him to get it done because he's be clowning himself in a way that is is making me uncomfortable. Yeah, it's it's pretty uncomfortable and it's just stupid. I don't know. It, it's like, listen, I I can't crawl inside these these old guys. This is is how you how do you do, fellow kids? Maybe this scores me points. Maybe this, uh, who knows, man? I mean, and also maybe people are just afraid. Like, I, I assume these came from interviews. And maybe they were asked the question and they were like, oh, God, I don't want to get fucking yelled at. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, I'm all for the whatever, you know, like maybe it's that I or maybe it's a sin- sincere conviction. I, I couldn't oh, possibly speculate. I, I got to listen to more Rogan. Apparently she, she's talking about like a couple days ago. Joe Rogan thinks I'm a Russian. No, Russians are the ones helping the racists win. This is a bot account. A hundred percent. We got trolled as hard as Joe Rogan did. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I want to believe it's real. Honestly, I really do. What if it's what if it's a dude doing this and he's just using photos of his ex girlfriend? <laughs> it's a very funny thing to do. Who knows, dude? Who knows? Maybe it's someone with just very severe autism. I don't know. But I, I like I like arriving at the place of we need to protect black people from themselves. I mean, look, she's she, that's a bot or not a bot, but like a that's a troll account. However, uh. There are people that think like that. That's a far. Yep. Yeah. There. I mean, without saying it, I mean, that's, that's the funny thing, right? That's to me, that's like the ultimate poker tell because it's like, they don't, they just don't talk about it. Like black conservatism is just not talked about in larger circles. And I mean, like, you know, guys like McWhorter and, uh, you know, they, they, they pop <laughs> up. Right. And, and I mean, Candace Owens is like the ultimate villain for everybody. But like, you know, it's sort of starting to to bubble up a little bit, but like it is just so at least within corporate media and things like that, it is just so largely ignored or swept under the rug and just being like, oh, they don't know. Like, you know, the f- we don't talk about the low vaccination rates, you know, uh, we don't talk about the, the, you know, the importance of nuclear family, which is primarily you know one of the primary factors that that sort of uh creates a conservative 
black person, you know? I mean, yeah, it seems to be maybe listen, the they're human factor. beings, man. Who can fucking say there's a million factors to why you arrive at certain decisions or certain Inclu- including ones that don't make no sense, C- including ones that make absolutely no fucking sense or that we think are stupid or ones that I don't agree with. I, I, you know what I mean? But like, I think there's like almost like, I think during 2020, you know, black people at large were kind of made into a monolith in some ways. And like when it doesn't, when the real world doesn't fit, they like just no one knows what to do and they don't know how to answer for it. And like, I don't know. It's, it's funny because it's just, it's just always, it's just always so skirted. Like everything is, I don't know that that's kind of how I see it. Maybe I'm wrong, but like, I just, I, I rarely see any like accounting on that side of the, of the equation that like, what do we, you know, why did Trump win these big numbers? Is there something else going on here? And listen, if it's like, you know, if you believe the Lieutenant governor of Virginia is a foot soldier of white supremacy, like why can't you just acknowledge that that sounds crazy? Like if that's your sincere belief and you know, white supremacy, that, that term has sort of been extrapolated, you know, to mean a broader thing. Okay. Like that's your, that's your worldview. Like I'm not, I'm not shitting on you for that worldview necessarily. I'm just saying, I don't think the rest of the world sees it that way. And when they don't vibe with your like sort of elitist liberal, you know, uh, academic view of the world, like you can't be that surprised about it. Like you just like, it, it sounds when you call a black person, a white supremacist, you sound crazy. You know what I mean? Like, I I just, I just don't understand why that isn't weird to you. Okay. So check it out. The person that's saying like this, this bot account, this scrapbooker in Georgia, uh, troll account rather that person. And the person that's writing articles for slate saying that, that Dave Chappelle is a tool of white supremacy. Is everybody a triple agent? Is that what's going on? Like, I don't understand yeah. people's intent anymore. Like, I'm getting got. Like, l- let me just be frank with our <laughs> listeners. I'm getting got left and right here. I don't know what the fuck is going on anymore. Like, well, that's that's why it feels like I don't know. It feels like there's there's multiple things going on. I feel like <clears throat> legitimately in the in the like political sphere, like it feels like the Democrats are actively trying to throw it. Like they're going after things that provably people don't care about, so that they'll lose. Like I think they want to lose. And then I think there's people that like don't get it. I think there are people that are trapped in their bubble of like, you know, whatever it might be, defund the police or et cetera, et cetera. Like they're trapped in that and they that's how they see the larger world, not understanding that the larger world doesn't see it that way or they don't that they don't, you know, like I think there's I think there's multi layers. And yeah, the person writing that stupid article for Vox, I don't know. They I think they just have a sense of self-importance or like cultural uh uh clout that you know they can determine you know the the uh certain i don't know they can they can narrativize certain things in a way because you know they, they you know what i mean like they had just have it's sort of, to me that like reeks of like um narcissism that like you know this is the way things are i don't know it it, it but really it's a it, overall i think a blanket that can cover every aspect of that, uh, of what's going on in the liberal Democrat world, the liberal woke world is like, it's just a stench of unappealing <laughs> to like the regular people. It's like, you are all, I find you all repugnant. 
like moral, like you're just moral hypocrites and like, you just like totally ill-informed and totally, uh, misguided. And, and, and you act so it's, that's the most amazing thing to me is like, people were so surprised when Trump won myself included. I don't know how you can be surprised anymore. I don't know how you can continually be like, what happened? You're doing a bit on yourself at this point. I just, it, it takes such a profound lack of self-awareness on every level, unless it's no. And I mean, except I guess for the, the, the corporate Dem that's like, yeah, we're throwing this thing. That's the most that like, it, it, that, that's the most honest I can, that's the most honesty I can find in any of this stuff. Uh, that is the case. You want to believe scrapbooker. <laughs> I do. I do. I do because it's, it's, it's a troll, right? It, 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 I mean, I think we can like confirm, say it's a troll. It's a multi-level troll, though, because the fact that I believe it is a troll, or the fact that I would have believed it for a second is a troll. And then you got to wonder, okay, but so is this person trolling the credulity of kind of like the right to believe that this person exists? But if you believe that this person exists, does isn't it then kind of a tro- like a exposing to the left because it seems viable that somebody would actually say this? And right. I, I don't know the answer. It's like th- this is just like the Joker. This person's the Joker. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is it's not like. It's not a ridiculous extrapolation. I mean, it is ridiculous, obviously, but it's not too far of an extrapolation from what you really see some people say. So, yes. like, and what you, f- and certainly what you find on Twitter and the internet. It's not, it's all, it's like you can take any notion and extrapolate it to the absurd, right? Including, you know, whatever, you know, online, internet, you know, uh, virtue signaling, right? So that's what this is. This is, you know, that that's sort of the, the, they gave themselves away when they said, you know, we have to stop black people from voting. Right. But it's, <laughs> it's like, yo, that's not, to me, that's not an absurd extrapolation from what a person might really think. No, exactly. they're voting the wrong way. They're voting for the wrong candidate. They're voting against their self-interests. Like that's not. To, to I, me, it, you know what's interesting? Voting against your interests is a real thing, but I also think it's dog whistle now for uh, like this type of thinking. Like, like you're not fit to to make your own decisions. Like th- th- that's what. It, and then when you're talking about like a r- racial identity, it's like, oh, yo, you are. This is past dog whistle. This is now into like some upsetting world that even I can't put up with, and I can put up with some fucking shit. You know what I mean? So. I, I, your interests, quote unquote, is whatever you want them to be. It's literally just whatever they are. Yeah. I mean, even if you want to harm yourself, like a massacre, that's your interest. That's your interest. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's always kind of been a dog whistle. I don't think, not necessarily racially. You know, I don't, it's not, I don't think it's a racial thing. I think it's like, oh, you're stupid. Like it's always been a dog whistle for, I have a low opinion of you because you won't. I don't know. You won't vote the way I think you should. Right. And it's like, it's, you know, it's hard to parse because yeah, maybe these people are stupid on some level. Like, yeah, I I think if you vote against, uh, you know, I don't know, affordable drug pricing or, or, or things that will materially help you, then maybe, I don't know, maybe you are not working with a full deck, but like, it's gotten to the point where it's like, 
because it's always kind of been a meme that like you know academic liberal elitist stuff people that you know they you know democrats the the party of liberals claim to represent and care about the working class but then shit on them when they when they don't go along with them and it's i think it's just like i just think that 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 meme that notion is like more true than ever like there and and that's why i don't know how i just got to reiterate like I, the Democrats to me are just, they're like as repugnant. They're just as repugnant as Republicans at this point. There's no more such thing as a lesser evil. Like, listen, you, the person that wants to harm you versus the person that would sell you out and allow you to be harmed. Take your pick. It's the dad that molests you or the mom that watches. You know what I mean? Like, which, what's it going to be? That's, and it, it, that's like a, that's almost like, that's a horribly perfect way of putting it. So, so it's like, you know, both these people suck dick. That's just what it is. And if you put your faith in them, you're double extra stupid. That's all I have to say. I have to go to my uh, commensurate dinner or what, what, what do they call it? The dinner where they, they, uh, they clap for me when I come in and they give me like an award at the Elks Lodge. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. So, you, yeah. All right. So we will do, uh, if you're available tomorrow, we can do a little, uh, a little Patreon. I'm going to be home all day. Um, Let's do it. But uh, everybody, thank you for uh, your continued listening. And, uh, uh, you know, don't vote. Uh, <laughs> vote for Jill Stein. Don't, don't, uh, don't involve yourself in the uh, machinations of people who are dumber than you. And that includes every living politician. I mean, not just dumber than you, but like actively scamming you like th- they think so low of you yeah that, that's the thing like y- you know that uh the beginning of uh, no vaseline by ice cube of course here's what they think about you that's here's what they think about you that's what it is man and that's, play that, that play that one in your head that, that's where i kind of like almost converge with a tanky where it's like yo why aren't we why aren't we all jokerizing and killing these fuckers like why aren't we cutting their fucking heads off like i'm i'm you know what i mean like the answer is that most people have most of what they want yeah yeah i mean that's that's the answer you got a tv you got a phone you gotta you gotta switch you can go see titties at the titty bar gta hits the switch this week nobody cares about anything that's (laughs) that's <laughs> yeah i mean that's kind of yeah it's hard to radicalize people when most of their needs are met it would just be cool if we could elect someone that you know could get you affordable insulin but i guess that's not in the cards this round no it's it, I, listen everybody brew your own insulin goodbye <laughs> yo honestly you gotta fee- get get that insulin homebrew that's the name of this episode <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Yeah, uh, hit the patreon patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. We'll do a, maybe we'll do a video episode tomorrow. Uh, oh, that'd be good. We'll see if our internet is 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 up to speed. Um, patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. You go there, you donate a little bit, you get a you get some bonus episodes at WP Timeline on Twitter. You go there, you can message us, you can add us, whatever. Um let's do tomorrow, let's do a video where I uh use my an app on my phone to deposit twelve thousand dollars worth of checks into my account. Wow. Damn, you're fucking swimming in it. Um, sort and not really. It's it's for my band, and because it's in my name, because we didn't establish a business before we left, uh, it's just going to fuck my taxes. It's not a good thing. Nice. Um, 205-509-9785. Hit the number. You can call us. You can yell at us. You can disagree with us. You can call us idiots. You can call us transphobes or racists. Whatever you want to do. You can. Yeah, you can make yourself call. happy. Yeah, make yourself happy. You can call. You can say that you know we shouldn't speak about certain things because of who we are or something like that, or we should defer to other people. Whatever, whatever gripe that you have, you can call us and let us know, and we'll go. Yeah, LOL, not, not hard, for really. 
LOL, thanks for listening. That's the response you typically get. Um, uh, 205-509-9785. At WP Timeline. No, I did that already. Worst possible timeline at gmail.com. You can email us if you want to leave a Yelp review, um, you know, of the podcast, whatever you want to do. And that's it. You get the, you, you, you get the idea. We'll, we'll, we'll catch you next time. Peace. It is now 2024. And the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts? Or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? (laughs) <laughs> so do we. Why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts. Thank you. <laughs>